Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. You can listen to Budweiser's weekday sports beat live or on demand with our free WSBT radio app. Just search WSBT radio in the app store and Google play. Now back to local sports talk on sports beat with your host, Darren Pritchett. Well, this weekend you'll be able to hear the NFL championship games, including the Detroit lions in San Francisco to take on the 49ers and the Detroit lions are one win away from the Super Bowl. Kind of a dynasty franchise in the 1950s before the Super Bowl. Now they're trying to get to the ultimate game for the first time in franchise history. And I'm bringing on the program, I think it's safe to say, probably the biggest Detroit sports fan that I know here in the South Bend market. You guys know him, Terry McFadden, award-winning broadcaster from WNDU. And, of course, he'll be retiring on Friday, March the 1st. So, who knows, he might be celebrating on March the 1st with Lions gear on set as the world <laughs> champions. Well, Terry, first off, congratulations. I know through the years it's not been easy to be a Detroit Lion fan. I think back to the Wayne Fonts era where there was a little magic with the run and shoot and Barry Sanders. But, by golly, this is a long time coming. That had to be a sweet victory over Tampa Bay. It, well, Darren, it was, and and the week before was even, I think, a little more magical, beating the guy who was supposed to lead us to the promised land, Matthew Stafford, in uh, the Los Angeles Rams. And I was happy for, for Stafford when he got traded to the to Rams because I thought it was his shot at getting a Super yeah. Bowl ring, and I think, the, I think both teams ended up um, – you know, really benefiting from that trade. Stafford gets a ring. The Lions have a quarterback, it looks like, who could take them uh, uh, to a world title themselves. And they picked up five draft picks in that Stafford deal, and all those players are a big part of this team, including Jameer Gibbs. And I'll tell you what, Terry, Jared Goff has elevated his play. Whomever has helped him in Detroit has turned him, as you mentioned, into a player that sure feels like can lead his team to a championship. I would agree with you. You know, I, I was so upset when the Lions took Jeff Akuda instead of Tua in the draft a few years back. And I, I still wish they would have made that move. And then when they brought Goff in, I think, okay, he's he's kind of an inter, in interregnum uh, until they until they find a stud. And I think I think Jared Goff has pretty much grown on every Lions fan uh, here and far. Yeah. Terry, it's really interesting to think back three years ago yesterday, Dan Campbell had his introductory press conference as the head coach of the Detroit Lions, and he was talking about chewing on kneecaps. <laughs> and he, he had a very interesting press conference. I don't know, did any group of the Lions fan base realize what they were getting and what might be possible under Dan and the new look front office? I don't think so. Uh, I, I think I don't think there's one person uh, who calls themselves a Lions fan who could have predicted that Dan Campbell would get him in the NFC title game. I, I really don't. It, you know, it, things were so bad at that point. 
when they brought Dan in and he was talking about biting kneecaps and stuff, he was like, oh, here, you know, it's, more, it's just more of a clown show. It's bread and circuses for the people to forget what was really wrong with the, with the franchise. Um, but, you know, he relates to those players. He was a player himself, obviously. He was on that 0-16 Lions team. Dan Campbell's the real deal. Now, does he have the uh, coaching acumen of a Bill Belichick or a Bill Parcells? Uh, the verdict's still out on that, but I can tell you what that guy does. He motivates people. He instills belief in players, yeah. and there's not a player in that locker room who wouldn't run through a wall for that guy or bite an opposing player's kneecap off. Mm. Terry McFadden, award-winning WNDU news anchor, my guest, talking about his Detroit Lions, one win from the Super Bowl. If the late, great Jeff Jeffers was walking into the the newsroom today, would he be cheering for the Detroit Lions? Would he be cheering for you? Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Um, because, uh, you know, as you know, like yourself, Jeff was a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. Yep. Uh, and so um, I, my wife is from St. Louis. She's a Cardinals fan. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's from Afton uh, okay. on the south side of, of, of St. Louis. She's a Missouri journalism grad. Uh, her father-in-law uh, excuse me, her stepfather and late mother were as big a Cardinal fans as I've ever met. And, and so it was a weird thing back in 2006 when the Cardinals played the Tigers <laughs> in the World Series because yeah. things were awfully wonky in our house because my oldest son was rooting for the Cardinals, so was my wife. Myself and my two youngest boys were rooting for the Tigers. <laughs> And after the after the Cardinals took the series four games to one, she's like, "I hope you're not mad." I said, "Listen, it, outside the Tigers, the Cardinals are my favorite team because of you, because of the experiences I've had in St. Louis and awesome. Busch Stadium." Uh, and I said, "If I'm going to lose to a team in the World Series, let it be the Cardinals and not the Mets." <laughs> <laughs> so you understand the excellence of toasted ravioli then apple oh, to toasted ravioli uh gooey <laughs> butter cake oh boy uh, oh yeah I, i've got i've got the whole uh you know the whole st louis bill affair down there uh good stuff uh, oh. yeah the emos the emos pizza yep i'm a huge fan of the emos pizza in fact there uh there's a, a producer who uh works at the station with me um, whose girlfriend is a Missouri journalism grad. He's a Missouri journalism grad. She's working at KMOP oh. in in St. Louis. She's from St. Louis, and whenever he goes to visit her, she buys him a couple frozen pizzas because he's <laughs> a South Side Chicago. He doesn't like it, and she says, "Take these to Terry." <laughs> Because she knows how much I love it. So every month or so, I get a couple of frozen Emos pizzas from St. Louis, courtesy uh, of a Missouri journalism grad wow. who's working at KMOV. I love it. I love it. I got to tell you, Terry, during the 2013 World Series, Cardinals and Rangers, we're in the middle of a Notre Dame football postgame press conference. I can't remember who we were playing, but Jeff was sitting two rows in front of me. 
and he probably turned around five or six times. What's happening? It was the day that Albert Pujols hit three home runs in the same World Series game. And here we got this press conference going on, and you know how much he loved Notre Dame football. He kept turning around, Darren, what's happening? What's the score? What's the score? And I'll never, ever forget that. We did. We had some great conversations about the Cardinals through the years, and I know we all miss him to this day. And I think he would really appreciate Marcus Freeman right now, Terry. The Irish, I think, have a very, very special coach that gets everything about this university. I think he does. And and, and what worried me only briefly was when Nick Saban announced his retirement, all of a sudden you see Freeman's name pop up. <laughs> I'm like, please, no, not now. Not now. Oh, well, it's it's nice to hear his name. The other people might be interested, but it worked out. We've got Marcus back here in town. And, Terry, as we talk about football, have you allowed yourself to think ahead of what it might be like on Sunday if the Lions win this game? And I would ask you maybe what would be your beverage of choice, and I'll I'll let you know we're sponsored by Budweiser, so maybe not be too specific on your, your choice of drink. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that uh, last night when – Baker Mayfield threw that pick to Mr. Barnes, a Purdue grad. Yeah. I cracked open a Guinness and poured it and started to celebrate. Nice. Uh, so it would be, it would definitely be something from my homeland. Uh, most, more than likely uh, a cold Guinness. Nice. I actually was going to ask you this next question. Since you love all the Detroit teams, which team, if you could pick one, would you want most to win a championship and then i found out that you were actually in attendance at the 84 world series when the tigers clinched the championship against the padres i was game five my uh, interesting story and i don't know how much time you have so Go i'll try to it. keep it brief um my father uh notre dame grad had a childhood friend who worked as an usher at tiger stadium now, this usher was a huge Notre Dame football fan, and my dad would get him tickets for games. So fast forward to 1984, and this guy calls my dad up, game three, they're playing the Royals for the ALCS. Mm-hmm. He said, Vic, I got, I got four tickets. You want them? <laughs> we're like, we're there. So we were there when the, when the Tigers clinched the uh, the 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 American League pennant, um, one nothing over uh, the Royals, so we all rode home happy. So fast forward to Game Five of the uh, the World Series against the Padres, and my dad calls him up and says, "Hey, Jack, I hate to put you on the spot, but me and the boys were thinking of coming up. Any chance he's like, Vic, I can't get you." He said, "There's not a ticket to be had. They're probably going to clinch tonight." Can't do it. He said, I understand. No problem. Hangs yep. up. Phone rings about five minutes later. He oh, says, no. how, many of, how many are coming? Well, it'd be me and, and, and three of my boys. He said, meet me at this gate at this time. <laughs> so we meet this guy, Jack Southersby. I can use his name now because he's with my father and right beyond. Uh, he lets us. He was kind of like a supervisor of, of his section. So nobody was going to question it. Okay. So he leads us in, takes us to the right center field bleachers, lower deck, leads us up to the very last row, and there is this, there's this area where there are no seats, 
but you people could sit there or people could stand there. There was enough room yep. for four, four or five people to stand. He goes, stay here, don't leave. <laughs> so we stood, we, we stood up there and watched the whole game. Uh, Kirk Gibson had two home runs. Lance Parrish had a home run. That was the famous uh, Sparky Anderson telling uh, Gibson that Gossage is gonna is gonna walk him. Yep. And he didn't. And Gossage talked. Uh, was it Dick Williams was the manager at the time? I can't yes. remember. Yes. Uh, said, you know, Gossage talked him into letting, and Gibson put it over the fence, and the place went bananas. <laughs> so after the game. Fans jump on, you know, they're on the field, they're tearing up center field. We didn't go on, but we ran up to the center field fence, yep. and these people are tearing up there. And my bro- two brothers and I each got a chunk of center field. They threw it up to us. <laughs> we took that grass home. My dad cut out a special pa- place in our backyard, planted oh. it there. To this day, it is still planted oh. in the corner of the yard on Piazzeray Street in Harder Heights, part of the field that Chet Lemon ran on. Is is it is in the backyard of my parents' former house? Oh my gosh, that is yeah. an awesome, awesome story. Yeah. That's that's going to be probably one of the first chapters in your biography when you write it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I would assume since you've seen the Tigers win a championship in person, maybe the next one would you like it to be the Lions? Oh, it has to be the Lions. Yeah. Here, here's the thing, Darren. There are two championships I have not seen in my lifetime. The Pistons have won titles in my lifetime. Yep. The Red Wings have won titles. The Tigers, I've seen two Tigers World Series because I was alive for the 68. Okay. When they, by the way, came back 3-1 against your Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Mickey Lolich went 3-0 against, even after Bob Gibson had struck out 17 in the first game. Incredible. But anyway, the only two championships I have yet to see are the Detroit Lions and Notre Dame men's basketball. Oh. Those are the two titles I want to see before I die. I'm hoping you get to see another football one. Two football, one Lions, one Irish. Yes, yes. That would be and, incredible. And, so right now I think I'm closer to seeing the Lions win a world title. But I think with Micah Shrewsbury at the helm, there's hope. Yeah, he's building a I culture. Like he, he's building a culture. Building a culture. He's got three uh, four-star guys coming in next year. I like, you know, he reminds me a lot of Digger in that he's not afraid to get in his players' faces. And, and I think that, I think Notre Dame, you know, I, I think Mike Bray was a great coach, but I think he got a little passive toward the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they needed a guy who'd come in and kick a few behinds. And I think that that's what Michael Shrewsbury's doing. Not, phys- not, not, not literally, but. Yeah. Mentally and spiritually, he's, he's given these guys a nudge, a hard one. No question. Well, Terry, March 1st is your final day on the air at WNDU. Have you thought about how you're going to spend retirement? I have, Darren. Um, I, I tell people I've got, I've got a home that was built in 1928. Wow. I've got an old cottage near Warsaw that was built in 1950. I've got a 1967 Mustang that I bought back in college that needs a lot of work. I have an old pontoon boat that needs a lot of work. Hmm. I have plenty to keep me busy. And I'm kind of the person who likes to work with his hands. Yep. Um, and so I, I, I will be busy just working in the yard, working on my car, working on the house. And then, of course, uh, taking help, helping take care of my grandson. 
we, we, I got it from three unimpeachable sources that it's a boy. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And my son and daughter-in-law, who now live in Arlington, excuse me, Alexandria, Virginia, mm -hmm. a month after my grandson's born, are moving back to South Bend. Wow. So, I, I mean, the timing could, you know, what if the Lions win the Super Bowl, my kids move home? I mean, you talk about having a great year. <laughs> it's going to be the best. It's the best, Darren, the best. <laughs> now, when you retire, will you be watching the news every night, or will you kind of walk away from news a little bit and watching it? I'm going to decompress. Yep. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep in touch. I mean, it's in my blood. It's not like I can ignore what's, I can ignore what's going on in the community. But I will, I will not be every night, every show viewer like I am right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, 40 years of doing this, I've seen a lot of pain and, and suffering. I've seen a lot, well, I've seen a lot of uplifting stories as well, but sure. it, it, it's a grind after a while. And I, I just, you know, I want to be able to put my, turn my phone off and not real and not worry. Is there something going on? Should I have my phone on in case it need me to come in? Yeah. It's going to be so nice to have that responsibility in my past. Yep. I can totally understand that. Well, Terry, thanks so much for doing this. I was following Twitter, of course, throughout the season, and I know you're a, a big, big fan of all the Detroit teams with the Lions now. One win away from the Super Bowl. I wish you and the Lions fan base nothing but the best because me as a kid, my Denver Broncos were 0-4 in the Super Bowl, and it wasn't a lot of fun. And when you win one, all the misery just seems to go away, and all the rough years with the Lions, Terry, would go away if you guys could win this championship. I agree with you, Darren, and I appreciate those sentiments. And, and, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy your show. I don't get to hear it as much now because I'm, of course, working at that time. Yep. But, but uh, I think you do a great job, and, and best of luck uh, in the future. Well, Terry, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate your time. Go Lions, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Darren. Take care. That's Terry McFadden, award-winning broadcaster on WNDU. More Sports Beat is coming up next on WSBT. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.